MLM Nation, episode 26. Okay, I'm going to show you how simple this business is. I'm going to press play on this video. And it's always the same, even at a home event. All right, guys, I'm going to show you guys how simple this business is. I'm going to press play on this video. So it's always focused around uh, the video and, and the system and duplication. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm really excited to bring a special guest today, Pete Sanchez III. Pete, are you ready to make this happen? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. And thank you for this opportunity, Simon. Pete is a Gen Y Christian business owner who brands himself as the Christian Network Marketing Mentor by helping entrepreneurs create a God-centered business. Pete has been in MLM for over nine years and also in the direct selling profession and became the first Hispanic affiliate to reach the rank of ambassador in his company as the top rank affiliate worldwide in his company. Aside from business, Pete loves to serve God, do missionary work, and visit third world orphanages, build homes for families, and helping less fortunate people. Pete is part Mexican and part Filipino, and is happily expecting his first child soon. So Pete, I just shared with MLM Nation a brief intro, but please let us know more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Okay. Yeah, so um, again, thank you, Simon, for this opportunity. Uh, like you said, my name is Pete Sanchez III, and uh, he mentioned, you know, we're having a, a kid pretty soon, well, in Christmas, and hopefully, we're hoping, I'm hoping it's a boy, because uh, I want to name him Pete Sanchez IV. Um, everyone thinks I'm crazy, but I just want to continue that, you know, that legacy, um, and just pass down the wisdom, and, and just see my son grow. So hopefully we have a boy, um, but uh, yeah, I'm 30, I'm currently 30 years old, and um uh, I come from a very small border town called Calexico, which is on the border of California and Mexico, and uh, pretty much just raised, you know, traditional uh, Mexican family, um, you know, was told to go to school. If I want to have success, you know, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, um, did all that, and uh, found myself uh, moving to San Diego, where there's more opportunities, more more jobs, better education, uh, went to school for uh, software engineering, actually dropped out two classes from getting my degree um, and why that happened is because uh, uh, at that time I was working as a software engineer doing internships and um, this guy, uh, he sat next to me in my cubicle. He put two books on my desk. And he's like, Pete, if you read these two books um, and you study them, they'll change your life. And the first book that he put on there was the Bible. And uh, I didn't come from a um, religious background or anything like that. Uh, I went to church maybe one twice a year, Christmas, Easter. Uh, they hadn't really didn't have a relationship with God. But as I started reading the Bible, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And I started hearing the stories and I started I started noticing it was changing my heart. And then I wanted more of that. Um, so and so that's what led me to, uh, you know, to give my life to Christ. That was December 7, 2006. And I've been following him ever since. Um, the second book that he that he put on my desk, uh, which a lot of us on this call uh, know and recognize is Rich Dad, Poor Dad um, by Robert Kiyosaki. And. And that's the book that, that just planted a seed in my head um, to become an entrepreneur, to be my own boss. Uh, and this is how I got introduced to, to the network marketing industry. Because uh, after, after I read that book, I was so excited. And uh, my uncle happened to catch me at the right timing because I was looking for an opportunity. He invited me to his house. 
um, and watched a video for an opportunity opportunity meeting and got started and and that was when I was 21 years old so about nine years in the industry now and uh, and the first five years were rough but um, you know it's a learning curve it's a growing uh, uh, becoming a leader and just growing the skills and overcoming a lot of fears and and yeah like Simon says you know now I became the first ambassador in our company and uh, so it's an amazing feeling guys um, because it was really tough those first five years right the frustrations uh, crying at night because I didn't see the results I wanted so that's kind of a little brief summary of how I got uh, I got started in the in the industry, Simon. So when your uncle uh, first told you about the business, were you receptive right away, or you had some skepticism? I was I was uh, I was all in um, because I again I, I was already seeking the information. I I, I already had an open mind, um, kind of like you know the analogy of this water bottle, right? Uh, in order for you to put the water, you have to open the cap. So. Um, so what I I came into the meeting right my cap was already open so the water was able to free flow uh, free, free really freely into this water bottle fill it up right so that's just a quick analogy of my mindset at that time is, is my cap was open because of rich dad poor dad so I was already seeking an opportunity and he just caught me at the right timing. I love that story. You know we have a lot in common because uh, two of my top five most influential books was the Bible and also rich dad poor dad and I wouldn't be doing where I'm doing today if it wasn't for that and. Uh, it's actually the reason why I chose MLM, because after reading Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, yes. which is my third of the top five books, that actually, like this business is really about helping people and meeting other people. And, um, and network marketing allows us to do that. And that's, that's been my purpose. I thought that God told me it was to have a positive impact in as many lives as possible. And it's just amazing that we've connected, right? And then we just found out we have mutual friends like Jeff Doria through all this, this amazing network here. And I love the water bottle analogy because... Uh, I was like that too. I was open for opportunity. I think a lot of new distributors, they think that no one wants to join. But there's tons of people. Wouldn't you agree there's a lot of people out there now who are more open to network marketing than before? That That is correct. And uh, um, there's a statistic that every 11 seconds, somebody is joining some sort of home-based business in the world. So there's definitely people um, out there. We just got to go out there and, and, and find them. And um, you know, people are like, well, how do I find them? And it's it's really up to you. It's it's really up to you. And um, I like to say that it's uh, it's it's you're, you're going to attract who you become. So um, that's why you have to grow first. And uh, when you become that leader, when you become that attractive energy, when you when you um, when you could see people and you can really love on them and not just see a dollar sign, um, you'll be able to attract way more people into your team. So. So you yeah. mentioned about growing. You have to grow yourself first. So what would you recommend some new distributors to do in order for them to grow themselves? Good, good question. Um, there's a lot of books out there. There's a lot of books. There's uh, there's audios. Um, there's training. There's YouTube. There's now nowadays with the digital age, there's just so much information out there. And um, you know, I, I've read many many books, personal development books. You know, Think and Grow Rich. Um, you know, Law of Attraction and all this. Uh, but I would I would recommend go straight to the Bible. Um, a lot of the things that I've seen uh, in these books, like the Law of Attraction and stuff like that, I've, I've read it in the Bible. So uh, for me, I would rather go straight to the source of God's word, God's wisdom. So that's what I recommend. Yeah, I mean, not to preach religion here, but like uh, I agree with you. A lot of the self-development out there, if you just read Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, which I do every morning, a lot of it just comes right from those two books. And that's been... That was written like thousands of years ago. And now it's just been rehashed and rehashed and rephrased. But it basically comes from that source. That's correct, yes. You know, you've, you've become very successful, but you had mentioned the first five years was rough, right? 
Take us back to one of the worst moments in a business where you really wanted to quit, but somehow you didn't, and then maybe you learned like a lesson from that moment. So take us back to that one of those worst moments in your MLM career. Okay. Uh, one of the hardest hits uh, that I've taken uh, in my career was um, when two of my best friends, um, they left to join another company. And, uh, and, and you know, everyone, it's their own business. You're your own CEO. Um, but what really hurt the most was that uh, they cross-recruited into, into uh, our team. Um, right behind my back, right? So it's like, these are the people that we've developed. We, you know, they, they, they call it, this was supposed to be their home, uh, but yet my two best friends from high school, right, that I raised up, I mean, we, we were out there building, we are building our business in different countries and, uh, you know, I helped them financially. I helped them, um, you know, I would even put people on their team. I'm sure some of you, some of you guys have done that, right? Where you're like, you want to help your friends out and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they, they ended up going to another company and, um, you know, I forgave them and, uh, you know, but uh, from as far as from a business trust, it's it's not there anymore. And I mean, it, it really hit me hard. I mean, to the point where um, I couldn't ha- uh, they were supposed to be my best men in my wedding. And uh, I didn't feel honored to to tell my guests that, hey, these are my bros. These are my these are my buddies. Right. That they've been with me through thick and thin. Like and it was a very emotional time. And uh, it, it hurt. man. um you know, and, and what's crazy is uh, what eventually, you know, eventually they, they, they you know, they, they repented, they, they regret making that move um, because they were out there seeking a, uh, a false carrot, right? They're, they had a carrot dangling in front of them and they thought that the grass was greener in another company and, and that's just not the way it works. Um, it's, this business is about relationships and, and, you know, and they missed uh, going to another company. Uh, they found out that they didn't have a, a loving relationship like I was like, I was just willing to do everything uh, to help them out, right, to, to empower them. Um, and they let that go. And, you know, a uh, couple years now, they're not even active in the industry. So, uh, so yeah, this business is about relationship, guys. And, uh, you know, you, you, some of you might you know, have experienced something like this, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you got to have a strong why and, uh, and it can't be about yourself. Um, my why is to, is to fund missionaries to continue spreading the gospel in the world. Uh, so for me to quit, I'm basically quitting on doing God's work and that's just, that's just impossible for me to even fathom. So it's not going to happen. So you got to have a strong why. Guys. Getting back to that story. I couldn't even imagine two of my best friends quitting what was going through your mind and you know obviously probably a lot of anger disappointment what were you saying to yourself that's self-talk because self-talk is so important what were you saying to yourself when that happened and how come you stayed and you didn't join them because a lot of i know a lot of people just say hey, they're leaving my top two people are leaving let me just go leave together and how come you didn't do that and what was going on in your mind um definitely simon there was there was a lot of uh i think it was hurt more more than anything um just because of you know all the stuff that I that I did for them, and um, got some coaching around it. Uh, one of the biggest nuggets I got out of it from a co- from a mentor of mine, um, he said uh, he said Pete, it's because um, when you set expectations, high expectations on people that they're not going to be able to meet, you're going to set yourself up for a rat race of disappointment. So I'll say that again: when we set high expectations on other people that they're not going to be able to meet that's going to set us up for emotional disappointment. And, and that's exactly what happened is um, as I have a certain expectation for how, the way I perform and, and I want to go all in. And I, well, I, I can't expect, 
you know, all, all these other people to to be operate at the same level, right? Because they don't have the same personal development. They haven't gone to the same seminars. They haven't read all the books, the countless hours, the crying at night. They haven't experienced that for me to set those type of expectations. Uh, so I'm gonna set I'm gonna set myself for emotional disappointment, um, and that's where you know the doubt, the fears, the insecurities. I'm gonna start that self talk is well, maybe I'm just not a good leader. Um, I don't want to recruit any more people because what if this happens again? I don't want to get hurt anymore. And you just got to let go of those stories. It, that's that's what it is. You just got to let go of that self-talk because that's that self-sabotage that's going to keep you from finding uh, any success in this industry. Hmm. Now, let's shift gears a little bit and take us back to one of the aha moments you had in the industry. Where aha moments in your journey where a light bulb went off and you say, hey, because you said that five years was kind of rough and then all of a sudden you got it. What was that got it moment that made things take off? For me, um, that, that, man, that, that's a very hard question because it, it, I think it was multiple aha moments, right? Be, uh, for, just for me personally, I mean, some people have an aha moment and they break through because of, because of an event that they go to or something that they hear. Um, I feel that it was more of just the events that I had to go through. And throughout those throughout those five years, I had a lot of business failures. Um, one of them was I was almost going to file bankruptcy because uh, I had uh, I had over leveraged myself on some real estate rental properties. And eventually some of those went into foreclosure. Um, I ruined my credit, almost got in a lawsuit, had to pay $15,000 to settle out of that. Um, was in and out about six different jobs, just kept getting fired. Um, you know, because once you reach, once you reach, read, reach that poor dad, it's very hard to keep a job. Um, so it's just, I was just going through a lot of that stuff, a lot of financial hardships, and uh, you know, I just got, I, I had to keep moving on. I must said, I'm not going to quit this. I, I'm going to make it no matter what. Uh, so I believe it was a lot of all those just little exper- life experiences that build character, that build perseverance, that build eventually led to hope. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. And by the way, the I know it's all those failures, you know, doesn't feel good, but it actually doesn't hurt as badly. You know, I was, I was just thinking about a few things. Like sometimes we're afraid of rejection or failure, but a failure itself actually doesn't hurt that much, right? You go through it and it comes, but it's more like the an- anticipation of the failure that actually sometimes scares us more than the actual failure. That is correct. Yes, yes, it's uh, more the the, the pre anxiety and. Um, and, and all that that comes with it. it's kind of like a, a, I know they, they did a study on those people on people that parachute out of a plane that you know it was more of the anticipation of like what's gonna happen am I gonna die is the parachute gonna open and it, uh, they did a study that that was like uh, that was more fearful than the actual free fall yeah yeah a lot of it comes a lot of it is is uh, we create it we create it in our mind exactly because the worst moments where the jump it just happens within seconds and you're like oh it's over. But the anticipation is what kills us. That's correct, yes. Now, let's take it to another story. What would you consider to be a proudest moment in network marketing? I want to say when I, when I reached the rank of ambassador uh, in the company and, and I, got to, I got to go up on stage and it was in front of 15,000 people at our international convention, about 100,000 people streaming in. And uh, being, a, being Hispanic, being, being her, uh, um, Latino, uh, you know, we're, we're very proud of our culture. We're, we have a lot of passion. And, and for me to go up there, I was really proud that I could represent 
um, you know, not just not just uh, uh, other Christian, you know, network network uh, network marketers, but also you know Hispanic Latinos that hey, like, you know, one one person already made it. If this guy, you know, if one guy can make it, you know, that that means other people can make it. So I was just really proud to to uh, you know just set the wave right for set, set the path for for other Hispanics, not just in this company in my company, but all over the world. That uh, that hey, you know, there there could be Hispanic and Latino leaders out there as well. Hmm. You know, uh, kind of related to that, uh, I wanted to ask you this question where you brand yourself as like the Christian network marketing mentor and you spend a lot of time teaching entrepreneurs to create a God-centered business. And I know you do like non-generic trainings around that. Can you talk a little bit about that and what your purpose and vision for that is? Yes. Um, So... Right now we have a we have a couple things going on as far as uh, just non non company you know generic content for that uh, one of the groups um, that you guys can look up on Facebook it's called Priority Warriors and what a Priority Warrior is is uh, someone who wants to build their business on their priorities which is family finances uh, fitness you know health wise so. That's that's a priority. That's the things that we we believe are priorities, and the number one priority is obviously our relationship with God. So what we do is uh, we equip network marketers to go out there and, and build a God centered business, and how that looks like is right to to open up the Bible, to to read the Word, um, you know, to promote our business with integrity, uh, and and not, not go and hype up uh, a business opportunity or, or or a product and make false claims, but to build it with integrity. And, and to recruit people not by a diamond watch that you're wearing or a Lamborghini they're driving, but by the person and the heart behind of who you are. That, that's what a priority warrior is. That's our Monday. We have those calls every Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can look at our fan page. It's called Priority Warriors. You know, So go ahead and like our page. And uh, so again, it's just about equipping networkers uh, and making disciples within the network marketing industry. And I want to thank you for doing that because I – you know, even showing like the fancy sports cars, the mansions, I mean, that's a big part of this business industry and it works. But I've never been a big person. I've never been a big fan of it. And I think network marketing touches you in way and helps people in way greater ways than just the materialistic things. Um, and like you said, it's just about helping people, it, making an impact. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the toys. And even though it works, a lot of people are turned off by that stuff. Right? Wouldn't you agree? And a lot of people are attracted by what you're talking about, like the priority warriors. Talk about time making an impact. So thank you for doing that. You're welcome, Simon. Yeah, you know, and I, I just share something personally. You know, I had at one time I got my Mercedes because I felt that was like the right thing to do for the industry. And of all the cars I've had, I hated that car. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hated it. It was an ML 550. You know, 360 horsepower. It was, it was fun to drive, but it was like that's not me. That's not my values. And I'm not saying driving nice cars is anything wrong with it. Having a Ferrari, but there's, there's many ways to you know market yourself in the business, and you can do like the way Pete says it. It doesn't necessarily always have to be the fancy cars, fancy houses. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, nothing wrong with it. If God calls you to have those nice things, hey, you know, by by all means, go at it. But um, you know, I just feel like there's just so much of it, and uh, you know, it's just it's it's very rare to see somebody uh, you know just somebody really humble. You know, that's not about the car, it's not, but it's it's about, you know, a purpose-driven movement behind it. Something where, like, like you said, right, it's about transforming lives and helping people uh, become a better pers- better version of themselves. You know, someone recently in Australia asked me, what was my dream car? Like a Lamborghini, a Ferrari? And I said that I'm, I'm driving my dream car already, my, you know, GM Suburban. That's my dream car because it's <laughs> the best family car. And for me, my values are time with my two kids. 
you know, my dog and my wife. And that car has allowed me to do so many things with my family, spend time, do trips all the time. And uh, so, it's, like you said, it's all about your values and what you believe in. That's most important. That that is correct, and uh, and you know if if you're a true uh, a true solid believer of like the principles also too that Robert Kiyosaki talked about is you know you want to build assets and not liabilities and uh, you know a car and a car is definitely can become a li- it's definitely a liability it's a depreciating liability um, and you know it's uh, you want to build assets you want to build rental properties stocks uh, you know so if you if if you want to if you're a true follower of uh, what Robert Kiyosaki talks about. You know, and you're not going to desire those things because you're going to be like, okay, well, uh, I'm making all this money in network marketing, but you know what? I'd rather go buy an apartment complex because this is going to bring me more income versus, uh, you know, a car. So. Yes, amen. Thank you. And, and, and so I really enjoy talking to you and for you to share that because we have the same values. And I would agree, right? If it's spending 20, like I said, there's nothing wrong with the Ferrari or Lamborghini, but spending quarter million, I'd rather put that on a down payment on an asset, like a rental property. Yes. So what excites you? I want to know about your vision. What excites you most about the network marketing industry now? I, I love the, the coaching and the mentoring aspect of the business. Um, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a teacher, but uh, I saw that teachers, you know, they, they weren't really getting paid what they're worth, unfortunately. And uh, here in network marketing, well, now, now I have the opportunity to teach others on subjects, you know, that I'm passionate about, like you know, faith, finances, personal growth, uh, becoming a better, a better version of us. And, and I'm very transparent when I speak on stage or, or when I'm out there uh, doing meetings. I, I share about all my mistakes, uh, and I share and I go really, really in depth. And and you know, to, so that people won't put me on a pedestal. So they'll see that hey, I'm just this regular guy who who makes mistakes. Who you know, I you know, I that will constantly disappoint people. That you know, I'm not perfect. You know, and and. I think I think people in the network marketing industry we need to be more transparent. Um, you know, we 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 have this image on on social media or just on stage that we got everything put together, um, but yet let's say you know maybe you're struggling you know maybe there's marital problems at home or you're struggling with things like pornography or things like that. Well, it's like hey, like, people don't need to be fake, man. People, especially in network marketing, we. There's people out there that are dealing with some crazy stuff, and if people could see uh, us in the leadership that hey, like we, you know, we have our own struggles, we have our own junk, um, we'll be able to change more people's lives than just keeping keeping all that in the closet. Hmm. I agree. Thank you for sharing that. What is one success quote that has motivated you in the past, Pete? My favorite success quote, uh, it's in the Bible. It's Matthew 6, 33. It says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So that's something that I just hold on to as one of God's promises. And, and whenever I'm going to, whenever uh, things are just going tough or or um, just any, anything, I just always go back to uh, this is one of my favorite verses and and. and and uh, I just really believe that if I seek God first in everything, when I wake up, that I that I that I open up His Word, that you know, when when I get paid a direct deposit from my company, that the first ten percent of that goes to goes back to a church or or to fund His kingdom, or um, my thoughts are about Him throughout the day. Um, it's just it's it's just about God the whole through, through the whole day. That's and that's why I love that verse. What is one habit that has helped you become successful? One habit I would say consistency. Um, I'm not the best speaker up there, um, but I sure am very consistent. Uh, there's days where I just, I just don't want to make the phone calls. I don't, I don't want to go out there and prospect, but I do it anyways. And I'm consistent and, and, uh, you know, I, I, I understand the law of averages. So. 
when you know during the days when you don't feel like doing it, what do you say to yourself? Do you kick yourself in the butt? Would you slap in the face? Do you read? Do you read the word or do you listen to some audio to get you going? Because I think that's the problem with a lot of people, especially new distributors, the lack of consistency. So what? How do you motivate yourself to be consistent? Yeah, I the first thing I will do again is I'll wake up and um, I read the I read the Bible. Um, I'll ask, I'll pray, and I'll just ask God to like just fill me up with with His Spirit and uh, and just to go love on people and and it doesn't necessarily um, it's not always about prospecting. Uh, I know that uh, like I used to I used to uh, my my list uh, was my prospecting list. That's that was the title of it. Uh, I changed that the title of it to people that I want to love and connect on. So mm-hmm. um, so I changed my mindset as like because. There might be a day where I don't where I don't even get to expose somebody, but I get to make a new friend. I get to build a new relationship. I get to encourage and edify and lift that person up. So um, I would say that's like the best thing is don't go with the with the mindset of like a recruiting headhunter, but go in there with how can I really bring value to this person's life? Oh, I love that. So you changed the name of the prospect list to I'm actually writing this down. I want to put it people I want to love and connect with. That's yes. the list. That's awesome. Yeah, so so my uh, you know if we study like a lot about the subconscious mind and all that, so I want my mind to be to see that that hey I'm I'm I wanted to love on people and it's not about a prospecting because uh, it's it's the, the the subconscious mind right will it will define that differently. Hmm. What's the best piece of advice that you ever got? The best piece of advice that I ever got. I'm, I'm going to say it's uh, one of them was from Jim Rohn. Um, you want to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. And every single day, you just want to you just want to become a better, uh, better version of you. And um, for me, you know, because of my faith, um, it's not about becoming a better me, but becoming more like God, more of his image, more of his character and attributes. Hmm. Do you have a favorite prospecting tool you use? Like, do you use a newsletter? You do webinars, online videos. What do you like to use? I, I usually have about eight to ten uh, marketing things that, to to generate leads. So right now, what's hot is Facebook. Um, so I like to add a lot of people and just build relationships there. Um, I use uh, road signs, those, those yellow road signs, and I, I put like work from home or make you know make six figures this year, and then the phone number. Um, Buying leads, uh, traffic, uh, sometimes posting blog content, uh, videos. I mean, there's just so much. There's so much ways to do it. Uh, but my favorite is uh, is Facebook um, because uh, just because of the attraction marketing that that I like to use. And and um, since I promote a lot of things about God and stuff like that, so I want people to see that, and I want I want to attract other other believers um, so that we could just build this uh, just this great business. Of, uh, of of believers, so yeah. So, so Facebook, so, Facebook is my preferred method. Okay, Facebook. Okay. Um, so you use Facebook to get the leads, connect with people. That would be your favorite app. But what about, so say you someone you meet on Facebook, they're interested in, in the business. So what do you use to present to them? Like, a, how do you present to face to face, or you Skype or webinars? So, um, my my preferred method is a a short fifteen to twenty minute company overview video. So when I'm connecting with someone through Facebook or, or on the phone, you know, I don't I don't want to talk anything about the company. Uh, it's I just ask questions about them, and uh, once I f- I find out that they're qualified, then I say, hey, I'm going to show you a really quick video about 15 20 minutes 
I need you to go ahead and watch that right now and I'll call you back in 20 minutes. So what that will do is that will create duplication because I'm not, I don't want to be the salesman. I don't want to have to explain anything. I just want, I just want them to go out there and press play on that video and I call them back in 20 minutes. Hey, what'd you like best about it? It's either a yes or no. And it's a very simple, you know, two or three step process that's very duplicatable. Um, because you know I could be the best salesman, but it doesn't mean you know they will be and and because this business is about duplication. So I just love to share share a company overview video and and that's what I do. And if I'm if I'm gonna sit down, I'll have my laptop. Again, I'll connect with them and then be like, okay, I'm gonna show you how simple this business is. I'm gonna press play on this video. And it's always the same, even at a home event. All right, guys, I'm gonna show you guys how simple this video um this business is. I'm gonna press play on this video. So it's always focused around uh, the video and and the system and duplication. Yeah, I like that because the more you talk, the more you lose because then you become like a salesperson and it's not duplicatable and no one likes to do sales. No, that's right. Now, I think I know the answer to this one, but what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Definitely, it's going to be the Bible, Um, you know, whether uh, whether you believe in God or not, um, you know, it's it's again, it's, it's hard for me to. To say, you know, go ahead and reach reach that poor. I mean, uh, think and grow rich, or, or you know, how to live an abundant life, or anything like that. Because a lot of that, I've just I've just come to find it in the Bible. So, um, it's it's hard for me to say that. And uh, but I, you know, if I have to say any other book besides the Bible, I mean, Rich Dad Poor Dad. If if anybody hasn't read that, you know, and and read it again, read it again because. Um, I know I've read it a couple times now, and my mindset's different. And every time I read it, I'm like, "Whoa, I see, I see, you know, I see different things." So, yeah. yeah, especially if you have difficulty and challenges, and you're struggling, you read Rich Dad Poor Dad again. That's like a jolt of inspiration, and it definitely inspires and motivates you uh, to get focused back in your business. And ML Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get amazing free audio book like Rich Dad Poor Dad or the Bible for free at mlnationbook.com. That is mlnationbook. So, Pete, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready for this? Yes, I am ready. (laughs) Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business, and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important, and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar, where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and give me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these ML Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So, so here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow? 
if you sponsored 80 people in a year. You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So they listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you'll learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined. And now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This three different days at four different times. So they can so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million dollar ML business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I had to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. So here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one, okay, no contact list, or your, what, what do you call it, the people want to love and connect with list, you know no one, but yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What is the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Good question. Um, I once, I once heard a uh, an interview with um, Donald Trump, and and they asked him, and he's like, he's like, uh, hey, what, you know, Donald, what what would you do if you went bankrupt and you lost all your money, all your billions? What would you do? And he's like, well, you can bankrupt me financially, but you cannot bankrupt my mind, my mindset, what I've learned. This, and this is when you asked me that question, I started thinking about um, about Donald Trump because Donald Trump has lost it a couple many times, and within you know a year or two, he's a billionaire again. So once you have that that six figure, seven figure, you know, billionaire mindset, you know, you're, you're just gonna know how to build it. And so the first thing I, I would say is, you know, it's it's kind of hard to say what's that because um, you already have this wisdom that that you would uh, that you would use, right? So. You know, I think it would just be get to work, get just get to work, take massive action, um, because again, you can you can you can go bankrupt financially. Your company could be sold, your team could get could jump onto another team, but once you have the right mindset, I mean, you're unstoppable. Where would you go find people then? Where would you go? Everywhere. There's seven billion people on this earth. <laughs> I like that. You just look up, left, right. And there's people there everywhere, right? And you just start talking to them. And just take massive action. That's it. Uh, as we wrap up, any last words of advice, Pete? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Okay. Uh, yeah. The last advice, guys, is just don't ever quit. Um, you know, we have a saying in the industry that the only way you're going to fail is if you quit. You know, if I if, there's so many times, guys, that I wanted to quit. Again, I would cry at night. I know how frustrating. I know how hard it is. I know how many challenges it is. But you cannot quit, guys, because you just never know when you're you're a, a next phone call away from finding the next superstar, or you never know when you're a next opportunity away 
uh, from having a breakthrough. So don't ever quit, guys. You're going to get there. Just don't ever quit. And um, how people could find me, uh, you guys can find me on Facebook. I, I have a, a regular profile and a fan page. So it's, just look me up under Pete Sanchez the uh, third. Or you can also check out my generic blog at connectwithpete.com. Again, that's connectwithpete.com. And I have some great content right there. So, yeah, so that's how people could find me. And, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Pete Sanchez III. So keep up the momentum. Go to mlnation.net and type in Pete at the search bar. And the show notes with the links, the wisdom that Pete talked about will pop right up. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Pete, thanks again for setting such a great example. ML Nation is grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, Pete. God bless you. God bless you too, Simon. Thank you for your time. Thanks for joining our show today. If you like what you learned from Pete Sanchez III, let him know. Just go to the show notes page on mlnation.net and search for Pete, and the show notes will pop right up. Go to the bottom, and you can find him online. I know he's very active on social media, and you should also check out his websites and the way he posts stuff on his fan page and also his personal page. He probably can just get a couple of lessons, just like the way he brands himself and how he does it. And one of the things I really liked about Pete, uh, and we talked about this off after the interview is done, was how he does not talk about his company in the social media. So it creates a lot of curiosity. And I really actually had to dig up a lot of stuff to find out even what company he was in. But if you see the stuff he posts up there, he just uh, he has good personal branding. So definitely check it out and contact him. If you get in touch with him, his contact info will be right there. You know, the two biggest takeaways for ML Nation, number one is... Uh, it's like about the contact list, right? Stop thinking about yourself. Make it about meeting people. Be genuine. I think we, and I know this happened to me when I first started. I just saw a dollar sign in everyone's head. And the day I turned my business around, and that's, by the way, that's why I didn't make any money my first two months. And the really turning point was not just the consistency, but start helping others. And if you really believe your products and believe help others, go out there and have a mission to help and build genuine relationships instead of going out there to meet quote-unquote prospects, but just meet people and have fun with it. You know, just like Robert Hollis said in earlier episode, I think it was episode four, it's just meet people and have fun. And then when you do it, relax like that. Just treat people like, you know, treat people as if you were not in the business. Imagine if you weren't in the business, how you approach people differently. And that would instantly decrease nervousness and just have a mission to go out there and help others. And the second thing is, it kind of related to the first is you're, it's never about you, right? Your why, it's not about you. It's about the people you impact, the people that need to hear your message. And you also can't quit because quitting on, you know, quitting on yourself is actually pretty simple. You quit and then you move on. But what about the people you let down, right? The people that your prospects you talk to, uh, what do they think about you? That alone should motivate you. And Pete has, you know, he's a godly vision. His whole vision, his whole purpose will collapse if he quit. And, I found it very inspiring. It took five years of tough, you know, going through tough times, being fired from, I think, five or six different jobs. Uh, but he knew he couldn't quit because he just wouldn't be quitting on himself. He'd be quitting on others. So those are some good takeaways. And if you like the show, be sure to subscribe to iTunes. That's the best way to keep these trainings coming to you automatically on the phone. You sleep and they get downloaded to you. 
And if you like what you learned, uh, make sure to share on social media. Let others know. Downline uplines. I recently got a question from my insider members. By the way, if you're looking for good training, you definitely should check out M, uh, ML Nation Insider. Just go to mlnationinsider.com. And one of the questions was, is it appropriate to send ML Nation episodes to prospects? And I think if a prospect's on the fence, you know, if, I wouldn't send it as initial exposure, but if they're on the fence and not sure, definitely, because you're hearing real people from different backgrounds and being transparent. You know, it wasn't get rich quick for Pete. He struggled for five years and hearing real stories, but now he's got a life way better than if he was actually in the right race, in addition to downlines, uplines, and crosslines. And last thing is... Uh, Please leave a review on iTunes. It's really important. Leave a review if you like it. That keeps the show going. Also, I read all the reviews. and lets me know what to work on. And that's it. So I had a ton, a great ton of fun. Great time doing the show. Hope you enjoyed it. And make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And thanks again for taking your valuable time to being part of ML Nation. And I'll see you on the next episode. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.